around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. Let's buckle up as the show begins. Rome, well, I take you around this great big world. Connect with the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com or on social media at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Well, the music has us going, and as we get things moving again for Hour 2, it is just past 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Saturday, October 21st. We appreciate all of you being here for today's edition of America's number one travel radio show. Well, uh, we are going to spend a few minutes of this opening uh, hour of the show talking about the car rental section of travel. We are. Show friend and managing director for travel and hospitality at J.D. Power, Michael Taylor, is returning today to share some results from their annual car rental satisfaction survey. Has the industry gotten better or worse from the customer point of view? Well, I'm sure Mike has the answers, and he's ready to go on that show hotline. Well, he always does. Uh, You know, with it being a rainy Saturday morning here in the New York City area, Mike, I know you can't be out working on your golf game, so I'm glad the next best (laughs) alternative for you, you decided to be here with us today. So how are you? (laughs) That's exactly. That's exactly where I would be if it weren't raining. Sure. Exactly. I know, so, exactly. So you yeah. said, hey, listen, I can't golf. So, you know, Robert, Mary, Rudy, have got some time. Let me go uh, talk to them. So anyway, we appreciate yeah, that. Thank sure. you. Uh, listen, yeah. all right. So the J.D. Power 2023 North America Rental Car Satisfaction Study is out. Enterprise Holdings, mm-hmm. which owns Enterprise, National, and Alamo, finished first, second, and third in the study. Hertz finished fourth. I, I'm going to take you down this road. We, you know, we have repeatedly tried to get Chrissy Taylor on this show. She's the CEO of Enterprise uh-huh. and part of the Taylor family who founded the company over 65 years ago. So my first question has to be this. Does Mike Taylor have any relation to Chrissy Taylor and the family, as we'd like her booked on the show? And second, what is it about Enterprise National and Alamo that makes them regular winners, not just with J.D. Power, but others as well? Well, the answer to the first question is no, there's no family relation, although I would be able to be included in the will should they want to change that. So, um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, but uh, uh, you know, as for your second question, yeah, the, you know, the actual rental car experience is getting slightly better. And uh, it's back, back to the, the overall score value on the, the J.D. Power's 1,000-point scale is about where it was in 2019. And I think it's a combination of factors. One is expectation. Uh, we you know, have to live through this last couple of years where if you went to the rental car lot, you may not have found a car or may not have gotten the car that you actually need. That's especially true on family vacations. And that's not happening as much as it used to. Uh, and also the prices have stabilized a little bit. And notice that I said stabilized, not come down. Mm-hmm. They, they really uh, topped out. And I think that people are you know, just reacting a little bit to that. And we may see some changes in satisfaction as expectations get higher as they normally would in a normal year for rental cars. Mike, if we're not renting from Sixth, and I know you guys don't rank Sixth, but Sixth, um, we use Avis, mm-hmm. and Avis has been a longtime rental car company of ours. But both Avis mm-hmm. and their sister company, Budget, performed below the 2023 study average. So I'm curious on any thoughts you have and what's missing in their operations. Avis actually surprised me. Yeah. Well, I think it's a combination of the biggest factor, uh, the biggest three factors in the rental car study. It takes up about 75% of people's satisfaction is the price I'm paying for the rental car, mm. the rental car itself, and how fast I can get into the rental car. And Avis just hasn't been performing as well in those factors as the people who are above them. That's just, it's been that way for a few years. I think that if you were to ask me, and 
Avis Management has asked me over year in and year out, they have the same DNA as the winners do. Uh, they just need to apply that DNA uh, to get to the top spot. They have all the pieces in place. They're just not using it as well as they should. Rudy, you say any thoughts for uh, Mike? Well, I, I think Sorry. it's I think it's interesting that Enterprise also owns number two and Enterprise, which is top top of the list, owns number two mm-hmm. and three, which is National and Alamo. I mean, do they do you do you know if they train their employees in way? Why are they leading uh, yes. Avis and Hertz? You know. Yes and no. Um, really, the way that Enterprise rents cars is not the model for the rest of them. It's more of a one-on-one True. transaction, more of the, you know, let's look at this car. What do you think? You know, let's look for any dents in there in the, in the body, and uh, here's how you connect to the Bluetooth, and here's how you get on the 101 north uh, from where we are. Uh, so that's kind of different. It doesn't really translate over into the, uh, the, the model they have for national, which is geared toward the business renter. And those folks who have somewhat uh, experience renting cars and go out into a lot, pick the car they want, drive off, uh, that kind of thing. So, but they do—they are managed quite well. Um, Enterprise and uh, you know Alamo and to some extent National, for their business rental side of things, do compete pretty well on price. And that again is one of those big three factors that makes makes people happy with their rental car experience. Yeah, I think that that's interesting. So you know, as Mary said, Ari, so it, personally for, for us, and maybe we need to evaluate things. But if we're not running from Avis or Six, you know, we've certainly heard what I'm about to say from other show fans who use other companies. Collectively, we still are experiencing older cars with higher mileage. The cars they're not Correct. as clean as they used to be. Uh, and although, Correct. as you just said, you know we're not seeing rates like they were during the pandemic. Rental cars they're they're not considerably cheap these days with to rent. So overall, if you, if you kind of look macro, right, what's your take on the industry as a whole, Mike? Are you bullish? Are you bearish on the car rental industry as we move ahead in the years coming up? Well, I would say I'm a little bit bearish simply because we're going to have, as I said before, changing expectations. You know, people just wanted to get out of Dodge, uh, you know, after the pandemic. And eventually that's going to fade away and people are going to start looking for the value that they normally look for in the rental car uh, industry. And there's an awful lot of competition. And sixth, by the way, is bringing that more of that competition to the United States. So I think that we're probably going to go see a little bit of a decline in satisfaction as people think, hey, I don't really want to pay $91 a day for this rental car. And uh, once that that feeling hits, uh, you'll see satisfaction drop a little bit, I believe. Any thoughts on airports and EVs? Because we spoke to somebody recently who said that the airports just don't have enough power for both personnel, for people purchasing EVs, as well as for rental car fleet needs as we move in that direction. Yeah, I think EVs are a great idea. Um, Logistically, though, it's a lot more difficult to pull off. You have to have the space and the time. And also, if something happens with that EV, you just can't go out with two guys in another rental car with a jug of gas and get it home. No, you've you got to tow it. You, yeah, you've right. got to charge it up. And then there's the surprise EV rental uh, situation, which you guys may or may not have heard, you know, where people are res- – what they think they're reserving a gas car and they get handed the keys to an EV. Yeah, that happened more uh, And then it's not mm. – yeah, it is. And they're just not prepared for it. And when they have problems, it, it, typical of any renter of a car – you know, it's not their car. They just walk away from it. Yeah. And, and, then, uh, and I would just you know, say I, then, 
Go ahead. I was going to, we're going to run out of time in a second. But then when you do have the car, if you if you get the EV, we've experienced that. And you get to a hotel and there are two chargers and they're both somebody is hogging mm-hmm. them all night. You know, you, again, you're going nowhere the next morning if you need to be there. Well, Mike, uh, again, it goes by uh, really quick on, uh, for us. We appreciate this. Always good to talk to you. Always good to connect with you. We appreciate you joining us on a Saturday. I'm sorry you couldn't get out there to hit them straight. But uh, <laughs> here in the Northeast, apparently it just rains every weekend now. So that's, that's the way it that's is. That's certainly true. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks very much for having me. We appreciate it, Mike. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, best Mike. to you. Okay. Well, nope, there you go. So, uh, Rudy, uh, you know, you, you have a rental car while you're down there in Florida. I do. I do. Yeah. I have a Hertz. I did. I is it? Know, but, but really quick, is it? Is it uh, high mileage and not as clean as you would have expected? No, it's it's pristine, very low mileage, okay. and well, I you, rent e cars from Hertz in the Minneapolis Paul Airport well, all the time. Tons they, they, of e cars. They said, well, that because Rudy Max is renting. That's why they gave me that car. <laughs> so there you go. All right, folks. As we return after this quick sponsors break, Mark Murphy's going to jump aboard with us, uh, and we're going to discuss some of the realities of international travel these days as the world gets more volatile. Keep those radios locked in. We're back in 180 seconds. As we take a brief sponsor's break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Hilton Grand Vacations provides a premier travel experience that will surpass your expectations. With more than 150 resorts, they provide spacious, upscale accommodations with home-like features and resort-style amenities. You can also convert membership points into Hilton Honor Points for stays at thousands of Hilton hotels worldwide or for air travel, car rentals, and more. Wherever travel takes you, you'll always feel at home with Hilton Grand Vacations because your stay will feel more like a home than a hotel room. Find more info at HiltonGrandVacations.com or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. From pumpkin spice to apple pie, fall may just be the most delicious time of the year, but it's also the busiest. Treat yourself to the best of the season's flavors without the stress as HelloFresh.com slash Carrie does all the shopping and planning for you. Not only do their chefs create fall perfect recipes to enjoy, all the ingredients arrive fresh and pre-portioned. Feast on desserts like the apple cider cake with caramel sauce or please a crowd with appetizers like the barbecue pulled pork nachos. Join us and get 50% off with code Carrie at HelloFresh.com slash Carrie or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. This fall, as you settle back into a busier routine, your home may be sitting empty and vulnerable. Simply Safe's revolutionary home monitoring innovation, 24-7 live guard protection, helps stop crime in real time. If an intruder breaks in, monitoring agents can see, speak to, and deter them. Get 20% off your new system when you sign up for fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash carry. That's simplysafe.com slash carry. Or visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. There's no safe like Simply Safe. rmworldtravel.com is your place for show archives, travel news, sponsor links, and so much more. You can also connect with Robert and Mary and the RM World Travel Show team. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. All right, as we move along from car rentals and J.D. Power, Mary and I are about to reconnect with Mark Murphy to talk about traveling, well, during some of these periods of unrest, and we're sponsored by simplysafe.com slash carry. With fall in full swing, your spare time may likely be filled with kids' sports practices and other seasonal activities, which means your home may be 
being empty and could be vulnerable? Well, you can change all that and ensure that your place is protected even when you travel with revolutionary 24-7 lifeguard monitoring from simplysafe.com slash carry. You know, folks, it's designed to stop crime in real time because now when an intruder breaks into your home or even your small business for that matter, professional monitoring agents can actually see, speak to, and deter them all through the new smart alarm wireless and door camera. Get 20% off your new system at simplysafe.com slash carry or go check out rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. All right. Now we're going to get back to our always busy show hotline and reconnect with show friend Mark Murphy, who our travel industry friends will know from his years owning Travel Alliance Media and Travel Pulse. And others of you listening today have likely seen him on Fox News, Fox Business. Maybe it's the Today Show, Travel Channel and elsewhere. Mark has been around. He gets around in media. Well, he does indeed, Mary. Mark, well, it's been a while. Nice to have you back on America's number one travel radio show. Thanks for having me. Great having you here with us this morning. So we invited you on to talk about some really hard realities travelers need to be thinking about when they're on the move these days, especially outside the U.S. Two weeks ago, the terrorist group Hamas viciously attacked Israel. And as we speak, Israel is now at war, you know, with the intent of eliminating Hamas. And travel to the Middle East certainly has been upended. It took Joe Biden five days to act and begin working to get Americans out of that country. It only happened after Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis stepped up and started sending planes to get Floridians out of Israel. Florida is bringing people back to the U.S. at no charge, while the U.S. government, they're only extracting folks to Athens or Frankfurt by plane, I think, or by a Royal Caribbean ship to Cyprus and charging them, you know, either way out, and then leaving it up to our own citizens to figure it out the rest of the way. I don't get it. I'm bringing this up because clearly when we travel outside the U.S. these days, Mark, we can't rely on our own government to come get us out or be much help. So what are some things you'd recommend travelers think about? Well, I mean, the the first thing is just as a baseline is since COVID and some of the other interruptions we've seen in travel, it's always important to have travel insurance. So I always always encourage that when I owned a company and I had employees traveling around the world because we obviously covered the global travel world, they all had individual policies that would cover them every time they travel. So if you're a heavy traveler and you're in business like we were, you can get that blanket policy. Individuals who are going on their vacation or a cruise or whatever the heck it happens to be, those folks should obviously purchase individual uh, insurance, travel insurance. Unfortunately, in the case of what's happening in Israel, it won't do you much good to get you home in that event because there are many exclusions on travel insurance. And one of them is like acts of war, et cetera. Yeah. So on that note, so Travel Guard is, is our preferred partner. They've been aligned with us for years. But as you said, in the event of a war, if someone's going to go and, you know, not that we would advise this, obviously, but go to Jordan, Egypt, even the surrounding area, most likely your insurance is not going to cover you. So what are your thoughts on people purchasing, for example, Global Rescue is a company that offers medical evacuation, but they also have non-medical evacuation yeah, plans. It's going to cost you right. some money. It, it but is. Yeah, I, I think it all depends on your uh you know, your your risk aversion, right? Yeah. So if you tend to be a risk averse person, you tend to just try to go and go with the flow and figure it out because you're like, you know what, no matter what, I can I can be savvy and get out of there. If you're somebody who's not a, a heavy traveler, you're not that experienced in terms of traveling overseas, that's a great option. I guess the good news with insurance is you pay for it in the event you have to use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hope you never have to use it. And that's frankly how insurance works, whether we're talking about life, disability, travel insurance, you name it, that's that's the thing. So it's really just that comfort level. 
and it really depends on how comfortable you are. It also depends on where you're going in the world. There are some places that are true hotspots, and there are some places that remain very calm. If you're going to the Caribbean, I really wouldn't worry about it. Mm-hmm. But if you're going overseas to uh, a hotbed like someplace in the Middle East, and you think that that regional war can spread to a much larger you know, area, then you should absolutely look at Global Rescue and other products that are out there that will get you out. Also, check with your credit card companies. A lot of times the credit card companies have the medical um, evacuation insurance, but they're typically capped. So again, know what the what the costs are, know what the risk is, assess that. I always tell people, book with a travel agent because they can advise you as well if you have a good one. Um, there's some bad ones out there, but there's some excellent ones who have traveled around the world and know the ins and outs and could give you some solid advice in that regard well. that's all good information. All right, so we're going to move beyond Israel, Gaza, and the Middle East for a moment because what's happening there has led to protests and unrest in Paris and other parts of France. We've seen that this week. We've also seen issues going on in London, Sydney, wherever. So in no way are we suggesting, you know, we all turn inward and only travel domestically. You know, we are aware of the State Department alert that went out this week. Clearly, we are America's number one travel radio show, and this country offers so many great travel options, but we've seen on college campuses and in a number of cities across the U.S., the protest and possibility for unrest can happen here, too. So this is all likely to tamp down on travel to a degree. I had a major travel company, you know, tell me this week that they're pulling back and cutting down on marketing. They now have changing forecasts for 2024. That's going to hurt so many people and businesses dependent on travel and tourism. So what say you, Mark? Well, you know, it's funny because if we think about traveling overseas, people tend to have that knee-jerk reaction like, oh man, look at the TV, there's all this stuff going on, let's say in London. What they don't realize is go back to Egypt during the uprising, I believe we were talking about, was it 2011, 12, and Tahrir Square. So yeah, in that area, you wouldn't want to be wandering around. But in a city like Cairo with 20 million people, it is a speck on a map that is where the unrest is. Now, as far as going to any major city in America these days, let's face it, um, crime is up dramatically. Homelessness is up dramatically. And we're talking about crimes as, as crazy as murder, people getting pushed in subway, for subway trains. But for the vast majority of the 8 million people living in Manhattan, they never see it or experience it. Yet we'll have people that will travel to New York City or Chicago with all the shootings that happen constantly there and not think twice about it but then they won't go to london or they won't go to paris because they're seeing this mayhem on tv anybody listen let me give you a little advice i've done hundreds if not thousands of tv and radio interviews what i can tell you and I've, i actually owned a media company that right. covered the global world of travel the most frustrating thing for me in that space was how corrupt the mainstream media is in terms of their coverage what they do is they You know, if it bleeds, it leads. So they Mm -hmm. will bring their cameras in and they'll talk about this massive demonstration. And it could be 200 people Mm -hmm. demonstrating. But with the camera angle tight, oh, my gosh, it looks terrible. I've got to stay away from there and so on and so forth, which is ridiculous. But that's how the media portrays things. And when they get it wrong, they don't go back and say, ah, you know what? That whole Ebola thing, we wiped out travel and tourism to Africa, all of Africa which you could fit numerous continents and countries into and still have room left over. Well, they're talking about an isolated thing that happened in one part of Western Africa, which destroyed business 
thousands of miles away in Africa. And that's that's the corruption, in my opinion, of the media. It, it yeah. is so Mark, dishonest. We just yeah. talked about this with Maui. Yeah, so no. whether it's you know, whether it's terrorism, whether it's a natural disaster, we just spent 16 days on Maui. And they're completely lying and, to the You know, completely a lot of misinformation about when yep. to go. All of that. Not to go. Uh, no, and yeah. I vividly remember when you were really entrenched in the travel industry. You were very pro-Mexico over the years. You had a lot of good relationships. I know you love Mexico. And every now and then, you'll, you're going to see the State Department come out with another travel warning to Mexico. And really, in the in most cases, overall, well, we I would were in say, Cancun earlier this year. Absolutely, and we safe. had the advisory. We yeah, were of course, fine. you have to keep your wits about you yeah. and watch where you're going, like you do wherever you go. Yeah, and I think that's the key. It's called situational awareness. I, I pay far more attention to what's going on today than I did four years ago just because of the randomness of things that happen. If somebody's filling up their gas tank at a at a gas station, they could get carjacked these days. You know, in our, in our country, mm-hmm. that's happening in major areas. So, again, it's just be aware of your situation. Make sure that you know locally the areas that are okay to to, to be in and those that are not great. And if you see something that just doesn't look right, you know, get out of that situation. But when you go back to, let's say, how is the State Department, you know, and their warning is going to help you? Well, there's been a blanket warning on Mexico, but if you dig deep into the warning on Mexico, you'll find that it's not for the whole country, it's for select areas. But it looks like there's an overall travel warning to Mexico. There's all these overall travel warnings, and I call them CYAs. For the bureaucrats, because <laughs> God forbid something happens, yeah. hey, we put out a warning. Mark, you are yeah. so right on that. I Listen, I, and I'm so glad we were able to connect with you today and have you on the show. All good information. And again, we just appreciate because you tell it as it is, and so many people out there don't. So nice reconnecting with you today. Thanks for your time. Hope you have a great weekend, okay? Thanks. You too. Take care. All right, there, I just heard the click, Mary. There goes Mark. Uh, listen, I just appreciate the candor and uh, good information. Absolutely. Right? So, yep. All right, well, as we pause for a few important sponsor messages in this bottom of the hour break, I want you to keep those radios locked in. It's up next. Mary and I are going to help you discover a little bit more of America. Stay with us, everyone. Your favorite travel radio show returns after these messages. Today's edition of RM World Travel will be right back, and you can always stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. If you've ever wondered if CBD and plant-based solutions can help you, well, 90% of customers report better sleep and 81% say CBD helps with stress and anxiety. CB Distillery uses 100% clean ingredients and has more than 2 million satisfied customers. If you've been thinking about trying it for a health concern that's not getting better, consider CBD from CBDistillery.com. Visit CBDistillery.com and enter code CARRY for a 20% discount. No prescription required. That's CBDistillery.com, promo code CARRY for 20% off, or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under Sponsors. To connect with the program anytime, visit us online at rmworldtravel.com. Sometimes we all need a vacation, a celebration to bring us together now. America's number one travel. 
Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Okay, as we mix it up again from Mark Murphy and World Reality's last segment, well, now we are going to Discover America together, and we are sponsored by Colette. And if you love to travel but you're not such a fan of the travel planning, we say go guided with Colette. Booking a Colette tour means experiencing all the exhilaration and wonder of your destination without the anxiety, stress, and worry that can often come with coordinating complicated travel plans. Their regionally-based design teams seek out the best activities, the day trips, and the restaurants, so all you have to do is enjoy them. Since 1918, Colette's been a leader in guided travel. They operate tours on all seven continents with varieties to suit every type of traveler. As they celebrate their 106th anniversary, visit familyownedcolette.com for more information or check out rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. All right. There are thousands of historical markers scattered throughout our country. They're the familiar plaques that highlight pieces of history, and many people find them on road trips, but you've probably got a few in your own town. Our next guest collects them, if you will, and stores information on the markers into a free online database. For today's Discover America segment, here's J.J. Prats. Well, nice to connect with you today, J.J. It's great to be here. Well, appreciate you joining us this morning. So, you know, I am sure many folks listening are aware of these historical markers. Certainly, if they want to discover more of them, you've got the website, the Historical Marker Database, or HMDB.org. So I know this was born out of your passion for photographing the markers and sharing more about them online, but about how many markers do you have compiled so far that folks can go access? Well, we have... uh over 202,000 entries. I checked that number earlier today. Um, we've been at it since 2006, and uh, it's been growing cats, uh, been going by leaps and bounds. I cannot believe we even have 200, which means we probably have more than 200,000, correct? Yeah, you, you know, no one knows exactly how many we have. When I got started, I thought uh, maybe 100,000 might do it for the U.S., and, the database that way, and that's not, not true. We're, we're 200,000 and counting. We're adding about uh, 1,500 entries a month. Wow. All right. So that's a good segue for my question in terms of adding. So I know originally you started this by yourself. It was born out of your own passion and kind of a hobby for and a love for these markers and, and history and all of that. I see now you have quite a few editors, some who specialize in different times throughout the U.S.'s history, including the Revolutionary and Civil Wars. How many editors do you have currently? And you just answered my other question in terms of entries per month. So how many editors do you have? Yeah. We have 39 editors, uh, folks that have uh, started out as contributors and did a, uh, an excellent job, and I talked them into do editing for, for no additional charge. Oh, <laughs> well, isn't that nice of you? <laughs> That's funny. But I, I, so I, I see you're, you're all out there on the yeah, move. You're, you're taking photos. You're tracking this. You're cataloging this. I love it. it. It really is. It's an interesting, diverse database. It's a good reminder, uh, truthfully, that we capture all kinds of events in America's history with these markers. I'd love, JJ, you know, give us an example of, you know, a marker or two that you find really interesting, maybe you connect with, that you featured in your Marker of the Week series. Sure. Um, the, um, this week I'm, I'm featuring a marker on the uh, Silver Slipper Gambling Hall in Las Vegas. Somebody saved uh, that gambling hall is no longer there, but somebody saved the neon sign, that Silver Slipper that used to uh, spin above it. And uh, they put a historical marker on it, and that qualifies us for getting into the database. And I, I thought that was an empty marker to, uh, to show. I bet you our um, listeners right now out in Las Vegas listening to the show, they probably remember that, that yeah. silver slipper for sure. Absolutely. Um, there, there's been, uh, of course, a lot of disasters get their markers, so, so they're, uh, 
they, they can become markers of the week occasionally. But the uh, one that fascinated me was the first wireless telephone call that was made in 1880 really? by Alexander Graham Bell himself. So um, wireless may be the way we uh, talk these days, but it it uh, got its first call way back then. And is that and marker where, in New Jersey? Yeah, where is that marker? That marker is in Northwest Washington, D.C. Oh, that's in, okay, okay, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I know the whole bell. That's interesting. He had yeah. a lab in, yeah. in, in New Jersey, yeah, right? Absolutely. I should yeah. know yeah. that. I grew up in New yeah. Jersey, yeah. Yeah, he's, right. But uh, yeah, he was, uh, I guess he needed to be near the patent office. In, in those right, days. for the first call. Look that's interesting. I find this whole thing fascinating. So is this has to be the largest significant resource for these markers all compiled in one place, do you think? It is. No one else uh, has bothered to do that. You know, uh, typically the folks who erect markers will keep lists, but there are official markers erected by uh, states and counties and unofficial ones that are erected by whoever would like to do so. Uh, And they they keep their own lists. Occasionally they'll come to us now and ask for a list in case they've misplaced theirs or wanted to double check it. Well, I think that, you know, one of the reasons we have this Discover America series of the show is is there's just so much information in our country, right, uh, that people don't know about or they, they have forgotten. And this is a great way, certainly, to keep people uh, connected and to keep people updated uh, or maybe for the first time educate them. It could be that as well. So I want to give the website again, uh, JJ, for folks you, they can go to. It's just hmdb.org hmdb.org and anybody can contribute to if they find a marker that's not part of your database, correct? Correct. Uh, as soon as you contribute, you become a contributing correspondent and uh, we keep uh, stats on um, that, that you can look at as where you rank with other marker hunters okay. the, uh, and other information like that. Well, all right, JJ, listen, what we appreciate you checking in with us trip. today. Yeah. Thank you so much for helping us discover a little bit more about America. Uh, have a nice weekend, all right? My pleasure. Thanks, JJ. All right. Well, there goes JJ, folks. Listen, I, I would love to know if you've helped contribute to his historical marker database, again, hmdb.org, you know, just share it with us using the contact us tab right there on the homepage of our website, and that will be rmworldtravel.com. Yeah, it's a fantastic site, and it's a great resource if you're going to go road tripping and check out the markers. So when the show returns after these sponsor messages, we're going to hear about python hunting with Amy Seawee. Stay with us, everyone. The show returns in three minutes. Connect with America's number one travel radio show as we cover everything and anything in the world of travel by following us at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. Fun isn't hard. Right. Babbel's interactive lessons, podcasts, games, and more make it fun and engaging, so you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. You can choose from topics like travel, business, relationships, and more. You'll learn what matters most to you. Plus, Babbel's lessons are designed to get you speaking right away. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. Just three weeks? Even better. Since Babbel's lessons are designed by language experts and voiced by real native speakers, you'll get the accents just right and be able to carry on conversations with confidence. Learning a language with Babbel doesn't take long. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. And now, try Babbel free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Switch to Boost Mobile and get the ultra-smooth, ultra-powerful iPhone 11 for $49.99. He didn't stutter. See every angle with dual cameras. Make it a double. All on America's largest 5G networks. Large and in charge, baby. 
Get with the power of Boost and get the iPhone 11 for $49.99. That's half a Benjamin. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. ID verification required. New customers only at one per line. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be signs that your digestive system isn't working at its best? But taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil supports your daily digestive health using a special plant-based fiber called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. Wake up, people. You are optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids to work to friends and everything in between, you have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements, learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night. Sleep next level only from Sleep Number. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is now only $8.99, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends 4th of July. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. participate in the program, log on anytime to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. This portion of the program is sponsored by our friends at mypillow.com slash carry. We want you to know you can save money when you shop and still get top quality products. The cancel culture is apparently hard at work trying to cancel Mike Lindell and the MyPillow team, but if you happen to agree with him, you can make your voice heard and help stop them cold in their tracks. Listen to all these savings that will score you great products. King and Queen Pillow 2.0s are 50% off. My slippers are $39.98. That's $100 savings. Christmas products just landed, so order now to ensure you get exactly what you want. I'm talking about items like tree skirts, stockings, throw blankets, rib knitted hats and scarves, and they all feature buy early savings of 25 to 35% off. Then there's kitchen towels at 25% off. My sandals are just 19.50. Dog beds, pet blankets, 19.99. Men's and women's sleepwear at 80% off. If spending your hard-earned money with a company committed to delivering you top-quality products at low prices is important, to you, is important to you, like it is to us, go to MyPillow.com slash carry and enjoy all the savings you'll receive on these great products I just mentioned, uh, just as I've, I've mentioned, and many other listeners of the show have enjoyed those products. You can send a message that you won't accept cancel culture to cancel Mike Lindell or all the workers he employs at the MyPillow team by going to MyPillow.com slash carry, or there's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Well, there's a problem in the in South Florida, in the Everglades. There are too many pythons, great big, huge snakes. And my next guest knows a whole lot about pythons. She's written books about them. Her livelihood is, uh, is, is built around them. Her name is Amy Sewell, and she is an author and, uh, and is known as the Python Huntress. Amy, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. 
not only do you hunt pythons, and I'm going to ask you why, because it's the very first question or second question, um, you also will take others. In other words, travelers could come and book a, a, a nighttime tour with you hunting for pythons. Just give me 10 words on how you got interested in pythons. <laughs> it's always been a lifelong passion since I was little on, of snakes. And I don't know why. Why wasn't it dolphins or puppies or something? It's snakes. So I ran with it. And all right. So what there, there is a purpose to python hunting in the Everglades in South Florida. And what is that purpose? Pythons are an invasive species. They're not supposed to be here. And they have eaten 98% of the mammals and parts of the Everglades. So it's a very, very big problem. And there are p people, um, I, I know you go, how often do you go out to hunt pythons? Is this a, a weekly well, thing or? Yeah, it, I mean, it depends on the time of the year. So in the summertime, which is the best time, which is actually May through November, it's about five to six times a week I'm out hunting. And then in the winter, and, it slows down a little bit. And let me tell uh, listeners right now that your your Instagram page is called The Python Huntress. And you will see some pictures there and some videos that will curl your hair. These are big <laughs> snakes. Uh, Amy. Oh, they're huge. They get to be 20 feet long. It, I mean, this is a stupid question. This is dangerous, isn't it? <laughs> to some, yes, yes, it it is dangerous. It's not only the snakes that are out there, but you know, we have the gators and the bears and the panthers and the wild pigs and all kinds of things out there in the Everglades. So you just never know what ask, you're going to run into. I want to ask you how old you are and how long you expect to live. No, wait a minute. You just chuckled when I said it's dangerous. Like, oh, silly boy, dangerous? No, you wrestled. So I see how you the twenty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, but I mean, I how first of all, does the I know there's also an annual uh culling of pythons where the public comes out and there's awards and you get $100 a snake or something. Does this make a difference? Um, well, let's see. It brings awareness to the problem across the country because if you're not from Florida, you might not be aware of the python problem. And so what it does, it creates, you know, this awareness to bring people down to Florida. Now, is it is it effective? Um, it's it's not going to be the way that we get rid of these pythons. Let's put it that way. Um, the state is there is hired is there, over. Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, is there a better way? Not yet. Right now, hunting is the most effective. So the state has hired uh, contracted hunters, which I was one of them for four years, to go out and and catch the pythons and kill them, and you know we get paid for it. Um, the problem is there's between one hundred thousand and three hundred thousand of them out there. That's a lot of pythons, oh, and in the last seven years, we've only caught 20,000 of them. So we've, we've got a, a, big, a big project in front of us, for real. We've got about a minute left. Talk about your taking other people out there as briefly sure, as you absolutely. can. Absolutely. Um, you know, people are definitely fascinated and intrigued with the Python problem. And so I take them out at night in, in the truck into the Everglades and teach them how, about the problem, how to catch them. If they want to catch the Python, they can. If they don't want to, they can watch me. <laughs> But it's definitely quite a learning experience, and it is the biggest thrill you've ever seen in your life if you come face-to-face -face with, like, a 15th of Python. Is there a website they can book through? Um, they can go to my website at thepythonhuntress.com, and it'll give them all the information, and then they just email me, and I'll, I'll give them a call, and we'll get it scheduled. Amy Sewell is the Python Huntress. Check that Instagram page out. Amy, thank you for joining us, and we'll be right back. Join the Travel Trio by accessing the show anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Well, another zippy two-hour show has unfolded again today. And with just this J Block to go before we sign off for the week, it is time for the Museum Gallery, folks. But first, we're sponsored by buyraycon.com. Wherever your travel takes you, take premium audio with you. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. Plus, they include three distinct sound profiles to match whatever you're listening to. They also feature noise isolation and awareness modes. And with optimized gel tips, they are comfortable enough for all-day wear, and they're not going to budge. They are not. Uh, That's what our team uses, folks. Uh, You know, you're going to get eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of total battery life. We appreciate they cost half the price of other premium audio brands out there. Go save 20% today. Get a 30-day happiness guarantee at buyraycon.com slash carry or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right. On New York Avenue in Washington, D.C., the National Museum of Women in the Arts welcomes visitors back today, October 21st, after a two-year renovation, the first since its opening back in 1987. Joining us now for the Museum Gallery is their associate curator, Jenny Trainer. Welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Jenny. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Nice to have you with us this morning. So, you know, that's an exciting day, right? Congratulations on the grand reopening, Jenny, to you and the team. As Mary mentioned, this is the first renovation since the museum opened in its current space back in 1987. So I want you to share some of what visitors can expect with the two-year renovation that's occurred and what's happening to celebrate this weekend. Sure. Yeah, no, it's it's a really big day for us. It's been a long time getting here. We are so excited to welcome the public back into our newly renovated building. Uh, the building itself is, is really interesting. It was built in 1908 by the Masons as one of their temples. So it's a Masonic temple. So it's in its original purpose, you know, it was a place that women were not allowed to enter into. Uh, and so there's a, a kind of a nice irony in the fact that it's now dedicated mm-hmm. to women artists. The museum itself opened in 1987 as the first museum dedicated to women in the arts. And yeah, the renovation that we just underwent was the first and the most extensive that has been done since we opened in 1987. We took everything basically down to the studs and the outside got spiffied up and the interior, for those people who have been before to the museum, When you come in, it'll look a little bit different, but the Great Hall, which is a really gorgeous space, looks pretty much the same. We kept that intact, but the galleries are completely different. Um, All the electrical has been updated, all the HVAC, all the stuff that you... Yeah, all, all exactly the things you need. Right. I, I love hearing when that. When you take it great. down to the studs yeah. that yeah. you have to do. Well, yeah. it sounds very exciting. And what's going on this weekend? Any special visitor offerings this weekend to celebrate? So this weekend, there's a lot going on. We have kind of like an open house. Unfortunately, the tickets are sold out. Yeah. They are. For the yeah. time being, they were, they were free tickets, but, you know, timed um, entry. We have to kind of, you know, keep an eye on numbers. But it's going to be a lot of fun with um, music throughout the day, food throughout the day, uh, different pop-up vendors, even a tattoo artist on site, should anyone feel inspired to get a tattoo of uh, one of the artworks uh, on display. And, of course, the staff giving tours and you know, just really excited to share the space with the public. That's a place to be, man. And it is, but I'm sure a lot of the locals will will enjoy going next weekend. And and, and exactly exactly, over the next few weeks uh, when the crowds are maybe, I'm happy for you that you guys are sold out though. I'm not surprised. So the sky's Mm -hmm. the limit. Um, I do want to give you a little bit of an opportunity to talk about that. I know that exhibit runs through next February of 2024. From what I see online, I was looking at some photos. It looks big and bold. It looks perfect to celebrate a grand reopening and it's sculpture based, which I personally 
personally love. So talk a little bit about the exhibit. Yeah, so the sky's the limit is is our inaugural uh, temporary exhibition, and it was it was actually born out of a desire for us to show off um, the the kind of structural uh, renovations that have been done, and by that I mean there are things like I mentioned before that were done in the building that visitors won't necessarily notice, and one of those things is that we had the ceilings um, reinforced with special um, hanging equipment that enables us now to hang very heavy objects, suspend them from the ceiling, also um, attach them to the walls. And so a desire to kind of show that off was the genesis of this exhibition. So there are these 13 amazing contemporary artists um, in the exhibition, and they are big and bold and bright sculptures that hang from the ceiling, that come out from the wall, and that really just kind of take up space and make their presence known. And it's really a spectacle to behold. Well, and I do know, I listen, a lot more now from a technological standpoint has happened as far as uh, what we've seen there, which is going to be great. And, you know, you also have American and international artists that are being displayed there as well. Am I correct with that? Yes, we have a, a whole wide range of artists on display throughout the museum. Okay. Our collection actually extends back into uh, the 16th century well. and hmm. goes all the way through the present. That's so you cover really a wide awesome. spectrum. There's no question about it. I want to give people the website to go to so they can go check out and come in the following week. So, folks, for exhibits, hours, more information on the National Museum of Women in the Arts, just go to nmwa.org nmwa.org. Jenny, really appreciate it. Good luck today and this weekend. Hope you have a nice rest of the weekend, okay? Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. Take care. Take care. Enjoy the weekend at the museum. Take care. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Mary, there goes Ginny, and that is a place that I think is on your bucket list. We it need is. To make sure we I get will there. be there to see that Sky's the Limit exhibit and the museum. All right, so Washington, D.C., here we come. Soon. <laughs> All right, folks, 10 segments up, 10 segments down. That's a wrap for Hour 2 of this October 21st broadcast and today's edition of America's number one travel radio show. Special thanks to all of our guests who appear on the show today with Mary, RJ, Rudy, and me. Thanks to our show team, our network affiliates, and our sponsors. And thanks to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to award-winning RM World Travel, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.